This podcast is one in a series titled From the Soil with Celesito, hosted by Lifetime Senior Certified Landscape Professional Jim Celesito of Celesito Landscaping Nursery, Howlett Hill Road, Syracuse. These commentaries focus on landscape management practices that use only natural products and methods safe for the environment and that bring beauty to the landscape. And now, Jim Celesito. My dog and I enjoyed a brisk fall walk at Three Rivers Wildlife Management Area in Lysander on one of those days when the air felt just right. I was taking in the various plants, showing off their seasonally appropriate personalities when my attention was drawn to something red flashing across the field. I needed to see what this stoplight color was all about. From a distance, it appeared to be more than just the last vestiges of the previous growing season. As I got closer, I saw it was a combination of natural and man-made fibers. Some hunter lost his bandana on a lovely crab apple that bore a bumper crop of crimson fruits contrasting boldly with the yellowing foliage. I wondered if someone picking and eating these fruits paused to clean the persistent autumn raindrops from their glasses, and instead of stuffing their kerchief deep enough into a pocket, was it lost in the breeze? The answer, my friend, was blowing in the wind. That got me thinking about apples. I know the only difference between an apple and a crab apple is the size of the fruit. Some crab apples are actually tastier than some bland apples. For example, there are more than 55 varieties of Red Delicious. Considered delicious in 1880, their mealy texture and thick skins have lost favor in recent years to better introductions. They traveled well from Washington State and were the number one selling apple for over 50 years, but not for much longer. Improved superior varieties that don't need nearly as many sprays and produce tastier fruit are readily available now. Gold Rush happens to be my personal favorite, and I grow a lot of these on our farm. Now, until the 19th century, apples were drunk, not eaten. Cider was a popular beverage since water was often unfit to drink. Hard cider could be the only alcohol available in rural areas. In fact, farm workers might be paid in part with hard cider. Settlers could claim land by clearing five acres, planting 30 various apple trees, and living on the land for five years. Some of those trees might have come from the early nurseman Johnny Appleseed himself. Some of the varieties of the genus Malus growing wild in our woods are very possibly descendants of those early apple trees. And since they were propagated from seed, the offspring might or might not appear anything like their parents. An apple is still one of the easiest, healthiest, and most portable things we can enjoy. I have found having one around 4 o'clock in the afternoon gives me a burst of energy that no candy bar can match. Plus, as they say, an apple a day is good for the apple growers as well as for our well-being. One of my goals in the upcoming year is a small series of steps to keep me as healthy as possible. Many of my landscape clients are doctors, and I much more enjoy seeing them outside of their offices than inside their exam rooms. So here's to staying positive while testing negative. Take some simple steps towards a healthier you as the year progresses, because standing still is not an option. From the Soil with Celesito is a production of WRVO Public Media. If you have a question for Jim about your home landscaping, visit Celesito.com and click on Contact or call 315-468-1142.